Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Cardinal Theodore McCarrick asked a judge to dismiss a sex abuse case against him. I'm Megan Cloherty. The Supreme Court will hear a challenge to President Biden's student debt forgiveness program today. Virginia lawmakers agreed to label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism. I'm Nick Ainelli. Gains on Wall Street closing bell Monday. The Dow and Nasdaq both up 72. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. Tens of millions of Americans will be more food insecure starting tomorrow. Jacqueline Benitez is among the many losing their food benefits under the federal SNAP program. I don't make a lot. I'm a preschool teacher. It's really difficult to try to, like, afford food. So SNAP has helped me so much in that way. Kyle Wade is president and CEO of the Atlanta Community Food Bank. This is going to increase demand at food pantries all across the country. SNAP benefits will be allowed to expire this week for some 30 million Americans. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The Supreme Court will hear arguments for and against President Biden's student debt forgiveness plan later this morning. Your CBS News legal analyst, Thane Rosenbaum. It should be remembered that last term, the Supreme Court invalidated actions taken by the executive branch, a moratorium on rental evictions, vaccine mandates for large corporations, and the authority of the EPA on climate change. This conservative Supreme Court, however, obviously believes that these matters were best left to Congress. They may feel similarly on college loan cancellation. The court could release its ruling in late June. Twelve people were injured when a tornado roared through Norman, Oklahoma Sunday night. KWTV television reporter Jordan Fremstad is on the scene. We were fortunate otherwise. Cheryl Flippin feels more fortunate than some of her neighbors who woke up with their roof gone. I think the after feeling is, is almost worse than the fear you had before. Cheryl lost something, too precious time. His name was Pearly. With her father. His parents never worked. They lived off the land. You could have never met a nicer, more humble person. Who was receiving hospice care, living his final moments at home. The U.S. Marshal Service has suffered a major cyber attack that compromised some of its most sensitive information. Among the data obtained by the hackers, personal information of employees and potential targets of federal investigations. A new online tool is aimed at helping teenagers remove explicit images of themselves from the Internet. Details from CNET editor-at-large Ian Schur. Over the years, victims of revenge porn have had to deal with so much red tape to get their images taken down. Whether it's proving to a company that the images are of them, or even in some cases being forced to get a copyright for their private images in order to file a claim against the social network to get it taken down. We're told that the tool will be operated by the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children with funding provided in part by Meta Platforms, the owner of Facebook and Instagram. This is CBS News. The sun's shining, birds are singing, and all feels right in the world. Until the season changes, and suddenly you lose your motivation to get out of bed. In fact, one in five people experience some form of depression, no matter the season or time of year. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. Because we want you to live your best life and be your best you all year round. Please visit mentallyhealthynation.org to learn more. WTOP at 403. It's Tuesday morning, February 28th, 2023. Cloudy and damp early. Then we'll see some afternoon sunshine. Pretty nice today. Another spring-like day. Highs in the upper 50s to low 60s. 40 right now. 
morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do right into this Tuesday together. We begin with Commander's owner Daniel Snyder reportedly wanting NFL owners and the league to shield him against future legal liability and cost if he sells his team. Washington Post reports that Snyder's demands include a threat to sue if the conditions are not met. This demand has reportedly angered owners and renewed discussion about the possibility of taking a vote to remove Snyder from the ownership of the commanders altogether if he does not sell the franchise. All this comes as information from two people familiar apparently with the situation speaking to the Washington Post. Now, WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace reports the team released a statement saying the story by the Washington Post regarding the transaction process involving the Washington Commanders is simply untrue. Stay tuned. WTOP at 404. Attorneys for former Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick say this morning his dementia has progressed and that has made him unfit to stand trial. Now they're asking a judge to dismiss the case. The former Archbishop of Washington, Theodore McCarrick, is now 92 years old and set to stand trial for charges he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old boy in Massachusetts in 1974. The victim alleges McCarrick abused him at his brother's wedding reception at Wellesley College. He's the first to bring criminal charges against the defrocked cardinal, but 14 minors and at least five adults have accused McCarrick of sexual assault, according to bishopaccountability.org. But his attorneys say his cognitive decline is, quote, worsening rapidly, citing a recent neurological exam of McCarrick at the facility where he lives in Missouri. The prosecution told the judge it wants to conduct another competency test. The judge will hear the results in April. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. WTOP News Time, now 4.05. A D.C. man has been found guilty of assaulting a man in northwest D.C. According to prosecutors in this case, 42-year-old Anthony Duncan attacked the man apparently after he says the man directed a sexually suggestive act toward him. The man has denied any advance in this case. Prosecutors in the case say that Duncan recorded himself attacking the man and saying a derogatory gay slur as he broke the man's nose and teeth. Duncan faces up to three years in prison when he's sentenced this spring in April. Virginia may soon use tougher language and impose harsher penalties in criminal cases involving fentanyl. I'm tired of seeing people die. Republican State Senator Bryce Reeves was one of the lawmakers who pushed for a bill that would officially label fentanyl a weapon of terrorism in Virginia. The dangerous opioid is responsible for scores of overdose deaths. One of them was the fiancé of Reeves's daughter. This has affected more families than you'll ever imagine. It's affected my family. Under the bill, which was passed by the state Senate and House of Delegates, not only would the terrorism language be added, but the penalty for selling fentanyl would increase by an additional 2 to 10 Ten years in prison. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.06 on your Tuesday morning. A Virginia bill that will make sure schools are informed of any employees that is arrested is now awaiting the governor's approval. The bill will ensure police are able to notify schools if a district employee is arrested for a felony or class one misdemeanor. I thought it was very critical that we have all this information regularly updated and published somewhere so that law enforcement can go and look and see where it is they need to send this information. Senator Scott Suravel introduced the bill after a middle school counselor in Fairfax County was convicted of child sex crimes but continued to work at the school. 20 months after his arrest. The email sent from the Chesterfield Police Department about his arrest was never delivered to the school. You know, I think we built a, a really resilient system here, which will make sure that this never happens again. The governor has until April 8th to sign the bill, which would then go into effect in July. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.07, an update on traffic and weather coming right up. Stay with us. 
The WTOP Charity of the Month is Easter Seals. Since 1945, Easter Seals has worked tirelessly to enhance quality of life for children and adults with disabilities, low-income families, and for those with military backgrounds. Providing child development, adult daycare, and comprehensive military family support in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, Easter Seals is creating a hopeful, inclusive community where all people realize their potential and live their most meaningful lives. For more information, visit WTOP.com. Search charities. That's WTOP.com. Search charities. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Good Tuesday morning, February 28th. Welcome to WTOP. Glad you're with us this early hour. 4.08 in the morning to be exact. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. I'm thinking weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. All right, despite wet roads, for, uh, for now, not a big, no big problems reported on the Beltway through Maryland or Virginia. You're in good shape all the way around so far. Staying in Virginia, 95 northbound from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield. Good start, no incidents. Express lanes available to you there as well for northbound commuters. 395 north between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge, also without early issue. 66 eastbound from Haymarket through Roslyn and the Roosevelt Bridge. Good start there. George Washington Parkway also moving well in both directions. Last check, they still have the closure of the ramp from eastbound Dulles Toll Road to the inner loop of the Beltway. As a result, you're following a posted detour to get around that closure. Uh, so just give yourself some extra time. That's scheduled to reopen at about 5 this morning, so uh, less than an hour away from that being officially reopened. Now, over in Potomac, had long-standing incident closing Montrose Road west of Seven Locks Road. There was a crash last night. Tree came down uh, and ended up across both the vehicle and Montrose Road. Last check, that still is closed in both directions, just west of Seven Locks Road near White's Ford Way. Again, traffic had been turned around each way as a result. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald almost hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the next couple of days for you. The rain has come to an end. That's the good news. Still some wet roads out there for this early morning commute, so heads up for that. Other than that, that's going to be about it. Still a cool start to the day, but a nice afternoon. High temperatures in the mid to upper 50s north and west of the city. Low 60s from the city down to the south. I'm going 62 on our Tuesday. Clouds early, then increasing sunshine late. On Wednesday, beautiful day. Plenty of sunshine going for high temperature, upper 50s to low 60s. Thursday, also looking good. Can't rule out a couple of showers very early in the day on Thursday, but most of the day is dry with a high temperature in the mid to upper 60s. I'm going 69 in the city. That means some areas to the south could be in the 70s. Friday, much cooler as another storm system moves our way. Good chance for rain with high temperatures in the low 50s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 38 degrees in Gaithersburg, 42 Arlington, 40 in Lanham, 40 straight up in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free and home estimate. This is WTOP News. WTOP at Dean Lane. Where the time now is 4.10. Money News. Each half hour at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street is trying to come to terms with expectations that interest rates will remain higher for longer. After suffering their worst weekly loss of 2023 last week, stocks began this week with modest gains. The Nasdaq led the way, adding just over half a percent. Even with more of us back in the office and meeting in person again, Zoom Video Communications is managing to keep itself relevant. 
The company continued to increase its revenue last quarter and is offering a better-than-expected forecast for this quarter. Zoom has been angling to retain and attract new corporate customers by adding new capabilities. Not so fast. The Federal Trade Commission reportedly is preparing to sue to stop Intercontinental Exchange from buying mortgage software maker Black Knight. Politico reports the agency believes the deal would give ICE too much power in the mortgage market. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. WTOP at 412. This is WTOP News. The number of abandoned graves of those who were enslaved locally found at a buoy church is apparently climbing. At an historic meeting recently, the Forgotten finally received some recognition. Brothers and sisters in Christ. An emotional prayer service was held on a damp and dreary afternoon over the weekend. It followed the first meeting between Cardinal Wilton Gregory, Sacred Heart Church, and the descendants of those who are buried on a neglected hillside. To those who survive them, we are trying to make sure that their lives are not lost, but more importantly, that their memories are not lost. During the service, the names of those who are buried there were said out loud. Paying homage to those who came before us. Jeremy Alexander's ancestors were sold to a plantation in Louisiana, but over the years he found his way back to nearby Fulton. I believe the ancestors have brought us back. In Bowie. You know, it's it's been amazing. John Dome in WTOP News. The Senate is considering a resolution to block Washington, D.C.'s criminal code from going into effect. Fox's Mark Meredith is there with details. Senate Republicans are urging Democrats to join them in approving a resolution blocking Washington, D.C.'s new criminal code, which they argue makes the city less safe. The code, approved by D.C. City Council last month, would allow anyone charged with a crime, even misdemeanors, request a jury trial. Mandatory minimum sentences would be barred except for first-degree murder, and those already behind bars may find it easier to apply for early release. Uh, Supporters say the reforms are years in the making. Now, D.C.'s mayor is urging the Senate to back down, even though she herself is against the new criminal code. In a letter to Senate leaders, Democrat Muriel Bowser writes, quote, I call on all senators who share a commitment to the basic democratic principles of self-determination and local control to vote no. The Metropolitan Police Department of the District of Columbia reports a 40% increase in homicides in 2023 and 100 11% increase in motor vehicle thefts compared to February of 2022. Inflation and rising prices have dealt a major blow to our personal savings these days. The government reports this week that the personal savings rate, which measures money left after our spending and taxes, now stands at 4.7% this morning, well below the pre-pandemic level of 8.8%. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger this hour says now she thinks is a very good time to reassess your finances and figure out just what you can do to shore up your savings account. If you are consumer debt-free and you're focused on your savings, you establish automatic transfers from your checking into a savings account or a money market account. And once you have that emergency fund back to 6 to 12 months, months of your expenses, then you can concentrate on retirement. So you could increase what you're contributing through work or maybe open a Roth or a traditional IRA. If you get a tax refund this year, Schlesinger says it's a good idea to use that green to tackle debts or boost savings. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with WTOP, Van D. Lane. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. 
When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP at 416. This is WTOP News. A small group of college and university students camped outside the Supreme Court Monday night this week. They hope to get inside the chamber, actually, to witness the historic arguments over canceling student loan debt. At the sprawling Supreme Court Plaza, there was no place for the students to hide from a cold downburst. We didn't prepare on the rain. Um, We didn't prepare on this sleeping arrangement, but we're doing the best we can. Temple University sophomore Kayla McMonagall, already $20,000 in debt, says if the justices uphold the president's student debt cancellation plan... It would be life-changing. My family is low income. I am living in my own, on my own right now, so that would be substantially, substantially really great for me. The justice's ruling is expected in June. Outside the Supreme Court, Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Hey, so you're ready to buy your first home, are you? You might want to first look outside the district. When looking at the 50 largest metro areas across the country and what might be most important to first-time homebuyers, like culture, jobs, and housing affordability, where did D.C. fall? came out last, which was kind of surprising. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with Bankrate, the main reason the district ranks so low. Weak job growth and and long commutes. He said this is compared to bustling job markets in many other metro areas. Places like Austin that were up 9%, uh, Vegas was up 10%. It's not really that D.C.'s job market is shrinking, it's just that comparatively it's not doing as well. As for the top metro area overall for first-time homebuyers, Austin, Texas came in number one. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Hi there, it's Scott from Pentatonix. So from the beginning of our journey in music, the foundation has been music education. It's so incredibly important that we continue to show kids the importance of music in our schools, in our homes, and even in the car. Music is such a powerful expression of emotion and individuality, and we are responsible for keeping the love for music alive. This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Good Tuesday morning, February 28th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 4.18. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and when it breaks, let's check in now with Rich Hunter this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's still waiting on the all-clear as a crash downtown and northwest on southbound 16th Street as you approach P Street. Traffic had been diverted at P as a result of the crash. Still waiting for the all-clear on that. Just keep that in mind. Be careful headed that way. Uh, if you're traveling elsewhere in the district, still in good shape on both I-295 North and DC-295 South, headed toward downtown. Uh, no issues uh, so far on Suitland Parkway and South Capitol Street. Also looking better on New York Avenue again. Early morning crash that was westbound on New York Avenue, right near the entrance to the 3rd Street Tunnel. That cleared up some time ago. Now, if you're traveling in Maryland, 95 to Baltimore-Washington Parkway, in good shape down to the Capitol Beltway. No worries, 270 South. From Frederick down to the Beltway 50 coming in from Annapolis headed toward northeast. You're in good shape there as well. Uh, no work at the Bay Bridge due to the weather. So, again, you've got three lanes westbound, two lanes eastbound. 
And for now, no reported delay in either direction getting across the span. Folks coming out of southern Maryland on Route 4, 5, and 301 look good. 210 north out of Atka, kick up to the Beltway Knox Hill also without early issue. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Starting off with a lot of cloud cover and a lot of lingering puddles from the late night raindrops. The rain is largely coming to an end very, very quickly. It'll take a little while, but we'll end up with sunshine later on into the afternoon, and it'll turn into a nice day, a little breezy at times. Afternoon highs near 60 degrees today, dropping into the mid-30s tonight under a clear sky, and then for tomorrow, sunny on your Wednesday with a high of 62. Even milder on Thursday, but you should be ready for rain on Thursday morning. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. You're waking up to a bit of a chill this morning, not too bad. 42 degrees this Tuesday morning at the wharf, 42 this 4 a.m. hour in Oxon Hill, 41 in Sterling, 40 straight up and holding at our nation's capital. WTOP at 420, good morning. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor, every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Morning traffic is at its worst. Jack Taylor is at his best. Join John and Michelle and Jack on Traffic. WTOP News. WTOP at 421. Congress is back to work this week. Lawmakers often work a four-day week. Should you get the chance to do the same? There are new efforts underway to give incentives for a four-day week at both the federal and state level. CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarland talks about the latest push in Congress for four-day work weeks popular notion to make legislation to incentivize four-day work weeks. Our latest reporting at CBS News is that the U.S. House will formally introduce legislation at the federal level requires some companies to pay overtime if they work their employees more than 32 hours a week, more than four days a week. That's a long shot at a minimum. But what Maryland is doing at the state level has a better chance of success. In Maryland, a Montgomery County delegate has proposed giving companies a tax incentive, a tax rebate if they cut back to four-day work weeks. And here's the bottom line. Those who have tried this say they get more productivity out of their workers in four days versus five. They're more rested. They're wasting less time. And they could boost profits. Scott, we've been reporting the Energy Department is leaning toward the Wuhan lab leak theory as the cause of the COVID pandemic. How is that playing on Capitol Hill? It's going to dominate this week on Capitol Hill politically. U.S. House Republicans have seized on this news saying that there was a lack of transparency and in Republicans' views, a lack of honesty from the Biden administration about the likelihood that the pandemic leaked from a lab that may have been supported partly by U.S. resources. We expect there to be any number of investigations by several congressional committees into this. It's going to be a pressing point for the House majority when they call Biden administration officials to testify and as they prepare to subpoena some key figures, potentially including Dr. Fauci. Hey, uh, Scott, let's talk about East Palestine, Ohio, that toxic train derailment, also, of course, in the sights of Congress. What's happening with there? The other big issue being pressed by congressional Republicans who say they want more transparency or answers as to how the EPA responded to that. Now, there's this issue over how much in-person support the Biden administration has given Columbiana County, Ohio, 
There was the thought that without any fatalities, it needn't have the president on the ground or the transportation secretary on the ground meeting with residents. But the politics of this and the reality of this have shifted. And now there is more aggressive response from the administration and more calls for them to do so. That is CBS congressional correspondent Scott McFarland talking with Hillary and Sean. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com at 424. Sports coming up. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 425, Tuesday morning, February 28th. Welcome in, Mr. Rob Woodfork's turn. The Washington Commanders brought to a close the objectively disappointing Carson Wentz era after just one half season in which he had the league's second-worst QBR and fifth-worst passer rating among starting quarterbacks at the cost of two quality draft picks and a $28 million cap hit that prevented the team from upgrading some other key positions. Now, Washington is likely to turn to Sam Howell as their quarterback, but what about Wentz in his first try at free agency? One of two things, Dan Orlovsky says on ESPN's NFL Live. Find a team that has a starter that's a little bit in question, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe go say, I'm going to be the backup. And we know Tua has history with injury. The second thing is, maybe he's done with football. He's been beat up a ton. He's got a ton of injuries. He's made himself a ton of money. Maybe Carson Wentz walks away from the game. Veteran safety Bobby McCain was also released, bringing the total of cap savings to more than $30 million, roughly two weeks before the start of the new league year. In college basketball, Howard's men and women each return to the win column with a victory at South Carolina State. They will close out the regular season at home Thursday against Norfolk State. And Maryland has to like this week's AP Top 25 poll. The women's team rose two spots to number five, and the men's team returned to the rankings at number 21. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All righty, thanks, Rob. 426 on WTOP. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 